electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. It used to be that the UN General Assembly meeting was the biggest happening in September, certainly in Manhattan, where it would snarl traffic for the better part of a week and send the average commuter's blood pressure skyrocketing. But it was also the biggest global policy event on the autumn docket. Is that no longer? The event this year, which is taking place this week, features a surprising number of no-shows. And not just the usual suspects like Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping. We're talking about leaders of the UK, France, and Saudi Arabia. This was no seeming snub on their part either. As the Wall Street Journal explains, those and the other group of 20 leading economies already met this month in New Delhi. Oh. You're seeing this proliferation of regional and even global organizations, the Atlantic Council's Fred Kemp explained on our show earlier this week. The United Nations is fighting for its relevance, and it's doing this with the climate and planet heating, and they're not doing much about the war in Ukraine either, he said. That's right, the journal explains that the UN meeting now often serves as a warm-up for an annual fall climate change conference, which is this year being held in the UAE. And by far the bigger headlines and buzz even this week are being garnered by a different Manhattan gathering, Climate Week NYC, which is put on by the London-based climate group. But the UN's struggle for relevance also highlights a bigger geopolitical sea change, as Kemp observed. The United Nations used to be the place to come to take care of global affairs, he said. And now we have a muddled multi-alignment where countries don't want to choose China and they don't want to choose the U.S. And some people wonder whether it's worth coming here. The war in Ukraine has frontally challenged one of the U.N.'s most fundamental purposes, wrote Foreign Policy last week, enshrined in its foundational charter of averting major wars. That's because Russia, the aggressor, is a permanent member of its Security Council with a standing veto. Calls to reform the U.N. or at least the Security Council now center on trying to add new permanent members or reform its veto structure. Estonia's ambassador told FP that today's stark reality undermines directly the credibility of the council. President Biden, in fact, is the only one of the five permanent Security Council members who is even attending the U.N. gathering this week. Biden's U.N. ambassador has called for new permanent members from Africa, Latin America and the Caribbean in order to reflect today's global realities, not global realities from decades ago. That is exactly what the BRICS, the rising economic powers coined by Goldman's Jim O'Neill almost two decades ago, just did by adding Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Argentina, Iran and others to their ranks last month. In one swoop, the BRICS rose in relevance again, said analyst Ashvin Molavi. And that underscores to what degree the rise of the multipolar world has supplanted both the Cold War era and the unipolar U.S. dominance in the 1990s, Malavi wrote. He goes even further to suggest that small and middle powers are also having outsized influence in this multi-aligned age. It's a moment perhaps best summarized, Malavi notes, by the UAE official who told the Financial Times, quote, we want to build bridges with everyone. Another Middle East analyst explained that the world today is not aligned in any one way, shape or form, but rather networked, kind of like a geopolitical LinkedIn. 
Some see this as a clear win for China, which instead of obsessing over control through the UN Security Council, is simply throwing its financial weight around globally and watching the American-dominated world of the 1990s fragment as a result. But if that's the case, the U.S. seems to be realizing we can punch back pretty effectively in that regard as well. Just look at the IMEC, or India-Middle East-Europe Economic Corridor, that President Biden announced earlier this month, a major effort to counter the inroads that China has made through its Belt and Road Initiative, which in some ways has failed to live up to its promise from when it was first announced a decade ago. Should these investments continue, which nation wouldn't want to court America's deep pocketbook in order to play it off of China's? Leaders of countries large and small must be salivating. Now, President Biden made that major announcement, by the way, at the G20 summit earlier this month, not at the U.N. It seems Roosevelt's original vision of the U.N. being the world's four policemen, which later became seven, has now been replaced with the world powers essentially acting like ATMs. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.